And I'm not immune to feeling like shit if someone says something shitty to me, right? But what drives me wild <laughs> is the fact that that could have been someone's first attempt. That blog could have been someone's bravest action they ever took in their life. Like the first time they really reached outside of themselves and, you know, did that and they were so proud of themselves. And then some dipshit comes along and says something like that and could completely change the trajectory of that person's life. <sighs> Ridiculous, right? But <sighs> coming back to that comment, I don't really have a step-by-step, this is what you should do if this happens. All I'm doing is showing you what I'm doing when this happened, you know? Just coming on here and talking about how ridiculous the whole thing is and how important it is for us to continue acting, speaking, doing, living our truth. Help Me See is a podcast that redefines the word vision through vulnerable and real conversations my own private introspective ramblings about the things that I think about in the wee hours of the morning and my deep core belief that your nothingness is your everything and all you have to do is see I'm Bianca Mora I'm your host I am an educator a photographic artist And I believe that your daily photo habit can be the key to unlocking the ability to be more present in your everyday life and live deeper into your intention and purpose. We're not about the small talk here. Grab your coffee, get cozy, and let's talk. Good evening. I'm recording this intro for this episode. At 11.30 at night, (laughs) I should be sleeping already, but I decided to work on the podcast. You know, it's funny. Um, So I recorded this podcast episode that you're about to listen to the other day, like straight away after I had gotten just a nasty comment on my blog. Um, It all signs pointed to it being... like some spammy type of thing or I don't know, just not like a real person that was honestly giving honest feedback and blah, blah, blah. But it really pissed me off um, for many different reasons, but having some time and space from it, I was listening to the episode and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I just skipped this. Like, I'm just not, feeling as fired up about it, like whatever. But I decided, no, I'm going to leave it because I want to give light and a platform to the feeling of that moment. You know, I wasn't my most calm, eloquent self I used the word dipshit multiple times, (laughs) but what's most important to me in sharing this episode is the thought that comes to mind when I think about how 
although I put out, you know, many different things and, you know, you're kind of assume that you're bound to get negative feedback at some point. What really riles me up is thinking about if this were to stop me or if this were to stop someone else, or if that blog that that person commented or that robot, whatever was someone's like the hardest thing they ever did the heart, like the one time they put themselves out there or the last time they were going to attempt to do it. And someone just posted something shitty, like, (laughs) you know, just thinking about the magnitude of that. And I just wanted to normalize what happens behind the scenes because, you know, it's also important for me to make sure it's evident that even though I feel super strong in my convictions and my purpose and the work that I do, I am most definitely not immune to being hurt. And I think it's important to show that side, that side of things and not just, you know, me having my bravest face and most eloquent words strung together. So I hope you enjoy (laughs) my vulnerable rants. Um, I think that it's for the greater good. So enjoy the tea, as the kids would say. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I'm getting so old. Okay, on with the show. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. I will be recording this podcast episode whilst putting on makeup, getting ready for my day (laughs) because the fire has been ignited and now is the time. So you might hear some sounds of eyeliner pencils being dropped and what have you, but this is how it has to come. Um, So I am getting ready to go. I am booked at a studio, so I'm working some e-com this week. And I am in Atlanta. So I was checking my email before I started getting ready. And I had a handful of notifications of comments on my blog on my website that I don't really talk about much because it's few and far between that I update it. But now I'm wondering if I should start prioritizing that because I feel even more inclined to write after the situation. (laughs) So there was a comment and I really do believe it was just spam because the comment, the same comment was on like three different blogs and it says it reads, uh, this particular one was my blog post on, I really miss my dog. What I wrote after my dog died. The comment says, next time I read a blog, I hope that it doesn't disappoint me as much as this particular one. I mean, yes, it was my choice to read through, but I really thought you would have something helpful to say. All I hear is a bunch of crying about something that you can fix if you are not too busy seeking attention. (laughs) Okay. So there are multiple reasons why I want to talk about this. So even though 
to be completely honest, even though I knew instantly that it's probably spam and knew immediately how absolutely shitty and ridiculous and quite frankly, unintelligent the whole comment was, um, it still gave me a pit in my stomach, which I like kind of like giggled out loud, um, at how my body viscerally reacted to something, even though logically I knew all of the reasons why my body didn't have to go through that reaction. Right. So I did like, I'm not immune. I'm not, I'm a human being. Of course I had this feeling of the second of like shame and, oh, I sound, I sound whiny and it's not helpful (laughs) for a split second. Even though I knew that one, the comment was spammy Two, obviously I have a right to say whatever the hell I want to say. Um, and three, just sharing your honest experience and emotions around something and expressing something that you feel compelled to express is helpful in and of itself. You don't need to be writing a bulleted list of action steps for someone. All people need is to feel like they're not on this planet a freaking loan. Okay. Okay. So what else here? I want to talk about how you can do something like, let's say you wrote a blog or you said you were really honest about an experience and you felt really good about it. You felt like, oh, this is for the greater good. Like I'm expressing myself and also serving as like a voice and a vision for someone else that's going through something similar. And then you get feedback, whether it's like subliminal and just like undertones of judgment or something blatant, like the comment I just read. How easily do you immediately shrink, right? Like like what I said, I immediately felt this in my stomach, like, oh, like almost like a stomach cramp of like, oh, even though this person or this robot, whatever, I don't care, um, came to my website, read a completely intimate and, you know, whatever blog post and decided to say that. <laughs> I mean, there's just so much wrong with it. Um, but this is how react. Now, if I were to take that and then completely crawl into a hole and it strikes me and triggers me in a way where I stop creating content where I stop doing the work that I'm doing, where I shrink and feel ashamed of myself. Like, who does that help? (laughs) Ironically, who does that help? Especially because considering when people feel the need to make comments like that, whether it's blatant or subliminal, They are doing so from a wounded place themselves, right? And basically being, they are being triggered because they feel uncomfortable with your truth. So succumbing to something like that 
is only perpetuating this kind of, I don't know if wounded is the word, maybe, I don't know, this state of being that is not real. You know, I get really annoyed at the, um, at how prevalent the feeling is, no matter how long I do this, no matter how long I record podcast episodes of my truth of me, you know, just word vomiting stuff that I would write in a diary. It's so insane how the feeling of tension around, I hope I'm not looked at as ungrateful or um, negative (laughs) for speaking this truth because there are people so much, you know, worse off and blah, 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 X, Y, Z, the whole thing. How it comes up like every time. But this is how healing works. Like we cannot deny and scold our own feelings and what we're going through in this life because we're looking around at what other people might think and what other people are going through. And honestly, something that I've personally been struggling with lately is my super intense um, empath ways of being and how I am very, very sensitive and affected by other people's emotional experience over anything. And the work that I am focusing on right now is my ability to still feel compassion and support others while not taking on um, their feelings and their experiences and um, kind of undoing my own experiences um, and overriding them with someone else's because mine are just as valid. This can look like feeling a certain way about something and then someone has a different reaction than you. And then all of a sudden your good feelings or whatever it was feels wrong. And now you're looking at it in a completely different way because of someone else. Something else that I've been exploring is this idea of not recognizing some of the issues that we're struggling with because they are not stopping our lives from progressing in the way that's obvious. Recently, I've like identified some things that I didn't see. Like categorizing what I was just talking about as codependency. Like I've heard the word a million times. I've never paused at it. I've never, it's never perked my ears up. I've never thought about it applying to me because, you know, I 
make hard decisions. I'm independent. I do blah, 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 blah. (laughs) But it just took me, maybe I wasn't ready to hear it, but it just took me the other day of, of hearing it presented in a different way that it hit me. That the underpinning of so much of what I struggle with that doesn't stop me from, you know, taking action and moving on with my life, but that really identifies as that pit in my stomach that happens, that is codependent tendencies, emotional codependence, energetic codependence. And it's so insidious in the way that I just didn't see it. And I look for stuff like this. <laughs> like I look and I didn't see it. But maybe we only see things when we're meant to or when it's safe for us to. I probably just didn't see it because I wasn't ready to deal with it. But I mean, when you're confronted with something that's uncomfortable with yourself, I think it's really important to be gentle because immediately I thought to myself, am I a fucking idiot? (laughs) (laughs) When the doors opened and I was like, wait a minute. And then I could see. In all, all of the ways, like from the from me being, you know, in kindergarten to now, all of the ways and where I see evidence of codependency and, you know, this feeling of unless I um, surpass expectations and, you know, go above and beyond what's expected, um, I'm disappointing people and I'm not OK. <laughs> like. <laughs> But that's not helpful. It is not helpful. I'm not an idiot for not having seen it. It's simply this factual experience of understanding why people say I was living asleep and people are sleepwalking through life. Because there's a veil over all of the stuff that is most important. But honestly, what I tell people, and I truly believe this and mean it, is that no matter how much quote unquote work is ahead, no matter how hard it might be for you to, you know, change your experience and change your actions and your tendency to do X, Y, Z, your awareness You're seeing it is the biggest win you could possibly have. Like, I believe that it's 85% of the work, or maybe 80% of the work. Because if you don't see it, you can't do anything about it. And even if you see it and you decide, I don't have the energy to dig into this right now but you continue to see all the different ways in which you are 
displaying that behavior. My um, coach says, my coach uh, Haley Carr says, a problem well stated is a problem half solved. So in my translation here, a problem fully seen (laughs) is a problem 80% solved. (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. I feel a little loopy right now. I haven't finished enough of my coffee yet. Anyway, I just really wanted to come on and do a little rant about this because I just think about how fervently I consciously come up against these ideas of, you know, challenging social norms and, um, you know, speaking my truth in spite of X, Y, Z. And I'm not immune to feeling like shit if someone says something shitty to me, right? But what drives me wild is the fact that that could have been someone's first attempt. That blog could have been someone's bravest action they ever took in their life. Like the first time they really reached outside of themselves and, you know, did that and they were so proud of themselves. And then some dipshit or I guess I'm supposed to be like more wise and politically correct. I don't know. I think dipshit's the perfect word for that right now. Um, comes along and says something like that and completely change the trajectory of that person's life. <sighs> Ridiculous, right? And it's no one's fault. It, I mean, well, I guess it's that person's fault, but really, I guess technically it's not their fault because they're acting from a wounded place and blah, blah, blah. It's true. It's true. But in this part, I'm, I'm biased and really angry. <laughs> so, um, But I don't really have, coming back to that comment, I don't really have a step-by-step, this is what you should do if this happens. All I'm doing is showing you what I'm doing when this happened, you know? Which is coming on here and talking about how ridiculous the whole thing is and how important it is for us to continue acting, speaking, doing, living our truth. I think that's why photography came first and I didn't have a podcast my whole life is because it is easier to take pictures of the things that I don't have the best words for. And I'll always continue to do that as well. But I'm here talking about this now because I refuse to let me feeling like I don't have the perfect words or whatever to show up in the most professional manner or whatever bullshit stop me from being honest and truthful so someone else could witness that and maybe feel less alone it's just not happening 
So when I saw that email come through and I read it and I felt that pain in my stomach and then I went to exit out of it, I stopped and I was like, nope, this will now have a spotlight on it. Can you relate? Has anyone else experienced something like this? Follow me on Instagram and send me a message. and <laughs> Let me know if this is helpful, if you have a similar story um, that you want to talk about. I would love, I would love to hear about it. Um, okay, I really need to leave for work in the next like five minutes. So I actually must go. Um, I hope that this was illuminating or comforting at the very least. I I don't even know, but I had to come on here and talk about this experience and that's it. So, oh, tonight, tonight I have uh, our Nostalgia Now meeting, which is our monthly membership. Um, It's where we come together, we create space for each other. We look at all of the photos we took in the last month of our lives and create this little keepsake um, visual memoir page that I create in Canva. Um, and you choose photos based on the prompts that I give. So it's like looking at all the photos you took in a whole month and then picking three or four of them based on my prompts and my template and really look at that and how, look about, look at how that represents the last month of your life and with intention, be able to really honor and recognize that and decide what you want to take into your next month moving forward. And then we have our, um, our kind of adult show and tell share where we talk about each photo we chose and our experience in the last month, looking through the lens of what that month's intention was. Um, this month's intention was what is your question with the way you live your life, with the work that you do in this world, what question are you efforting to answer? What question are you exploring? Um, I'd say one of mine is what makes it worth it, you know, in the biggest sense, what in our lives are we doing that makes it count big and small? All right. That's my spiel. I have to go. If you're interested in that, um, go check out, uh, it's link in my bio and probably in the show notes, um, uh, where you can also find a bunch of free goodies and education and all that good stuff. Um, also, if you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and give it a review because apparently that helps more people see it and become aware of it. So that would be lovely. All right. I'll let you go. Have a beautiful day. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you 
And one, I'll probably cry. (laughs) And two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast. 